You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with three Beautiful ladies from Exceptional Yoga. Now, we all know that yoga is a great exercise for the mind and body, but these three organi- or these three beautiful women have decided that this could also be an amazing uh, activity for special needs children, something that they can benefit from great exercise and really like what are the opportunities that they can they can do? You know, like with with, with fewer sports, there's aren't things that are really tailored to them. And I know yoga has been growing, but it's really cool to see somebody take a, a, a growing sport, something that a lot of people love from a physical activity standpoint and now really be able to support uh, people that are that are in need. So I love that. So we're here with the, with the ladies from Exceptional Yoga. Uh, we want to talk to them a little bit about how they've incorporated this into 10 Charlotte area schools. And it's going to be really exciting to not only see what they're doing in the community, but how this has affected uh, some of these children. So thank you, Bridget, Emily and Noel for joining us on the Brand Builders podcast. We are so excited to learn about Exceptional Yoga. And so let's get this thing going. So awesome. Thank you. Yes. Thank you all for joining us. us. Yes. It sounds amazing. Could you give us a little bit of background as to what inspired you to get into this and uh, how you got started? Um, So I'm Bridget Zapolnik, the president of Exceptional Yoga. Um, I am a yoga teacher, obviously, I'd hope. Right. And um, (laughs) a speech therapist Um, and speech therapist first, yoga teacher second and try to when I was kind of like just brainstorming, I guess, roughly five or six years ago, trying to connect like my two loves, essentially. Um, I had a friend, um, we, Emily and I had a mutual friend, Emily and I didn't know each other yet. Um, and I said, this is what I'm thinking. You know, I don't even know if it's going to come out to anything, but I want to come out and do you have um, a special needs class that I could come out and do some yoga with? Um, no direction. Like, let's just see where it goes. Um, and, um, she connected me to Emily who was at Kennedy middle school at the time. And I would just come every Friday and, and we would do some yoga and sometimes it would be an, an awesome flow. And sometimes it would be like stretching on the floor because they needed to chill out. So, um, yeah. And then again, breath and like, please breathe and chill out and relax. Um, and then that's where Emily came in. Um, and then we kind of expanded from there. Emily, if you just want to kind of go from there. Yeah, I mean, I was a, I started out as a classroom teacher teaching a, a room full of babes with autism. And when that idea was approached, I was like, oh, hell yeah, that's awesome. Um, get me in, sign me up. And it, it really took off from there. Um, I eventually went and got my own yoga certification and became a yoga instructor as well basically because of this program. Um, and so now it's just kind of grown and we brought in Noel as our second school really uh, at Randolph. And so she's still in the classroom and I, I'm not in the classroom anymore, but <laughs> but I'm still with the school district working, you know, with our-, our She's downtown. Population. Yes. Yes, I'm district now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, working with Noel and those babes, I mean, recruiting, teachers and new programs and just trying to reach as many kids as possible um, has been the best part of it. So you all, oh, I'm sorry. We got offered the opportunity. We like jumped on it because I'm not Mm -hmm. uh, a yoga teacher. 
Um, I have taken yoga before. I enjoy it, but I'm not an expert at, at any by any means, but I knew, know the benefits of it and especially mm -hmm. for for everyone. And so that's what we have to keep in mind that um, everyone can benefit from the yoga. Um, and so we just put it in our classroom and Bridget was our instructor and it just it, it just added so much to our whole program and to the students and it was immediate benefits that we saw. So um, I just wanted to be part of even more of it. So I um, do a little bit, but I follow my direction from the other ladies, but um, I think it's important. So you all are all incorporated into the public school network in 10 locations and the PE programs within those schools? Not the PE programs necessarily. The PE programs can be involved. Um, it's roughly 10 schools, and then we are in other counties too. We're in a few in Union, um, in Union County Public Schools and a few in Cabarrus County as we've kind of branched out. Um, yeah, so and I'm kind of overstepping or maybe not answering your question fully. When we started with Emily at Kennedy, it was kind of just a crab shoot. Like wasn't really, weren't really sure where we were going. Um, and we put together a curriculum. So it's eight weeks, consistent weeks sessions that um, follow the curriculum of the eight rules of yoga. So kind of um, intertwine life skills, like um, coping skills, um, how else, self-esteem, just coping schools, the asana, which is the move of and the breath, the pranayama. So um, we started to have more of a direction once by the time we got into um, into Randolph. So and that's where I feel like we saw the biggest growth. You know, it wasn't just we're going to come in here and and just do a posture and see what happens from week one to week eight. You could um, just totally see how they transform. Oh, so, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And we even incorporated some of our, we have a PE program, peer buddy program at Randolph, which is incredible. And we incorporated some of those students into mm -hmm. um, our Friday uh, yoga, an hour of yoga. And I would have regular ed teachers like emailing me saying, so-and-so wants to come. Are you sure? It just really bonded mm -hmm. more the regular, you know, the non-handicapped kids and our students. Um, and once again, it benefited everyone, but I felt like too that curriculum that um, Emily and um, Bridget wrote is incredible. It's very structured and made even the teachers fully understand what, what their role and what was needed and to benefit mm -hmm. the students even more. I love that. And we I want to jump in and talk a little bit about the buddy program. But before we get to that, I want to explain what exactly exceptional yoga is. The exceptional yoga program was designed to teach physical, mental and emotional aspects of yoga to all individuals with special needs. What is your favorite part of of not only working with the kids, but really seeing them get the hang of yoga? Gosh, I mean, when we first started it, I had students that had, you know, extreme behaviors no coping school skills, no like self-control, just out of control, wild. Um, and through <laughs> doing this program and just a short period of time, recognizing that they, they're picking up on everything. They're sponges. Like they are listening to you, even though they might not be able to express that to, to, to you with words, but, um, seeing the difference within their body and their demeanor, um, you know, just, learning how to take a breath and, and calm down um, and learning how to sit. These kiddos are constantly moving and their brains are just going haywire all the time. 
So giving that opportunity for them to, to learn how to calm down and take it slow and take it easy um, really, really makes it important for them to get out of their heads. Uh, that was we we saw that too like emily saying but we may the wonderful thing we found is that when we had our session on friday still on monday or tuesday we could say in a moment that the student might be having and not being able to Mm -hmm. use their words and we may have behavior to express you know behavior is a form of communication and to express what's going on we would say remember let's take a deep breath and then we could review that lesson that Bridget mm-hmm. did on Friday or just breathing in general. And so the the whole skill set would follow. You know, it just wasn't for that hour. It right. was something that they learned and then they were able to incorporate daily. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing we, that you have to think about with these students. Um, they don't naturally, you know, do things that we do, like self-coping and realizing that you're upset and that you need to take a step back or just simple daily things um, that we take for granted. So these kiddos benefit from explicit teaching. um, And that's exactly what this is doing through movement, through words. um, And it's broken down to a form that they can understand. And in a time period where they can learn it, practice it, um, and then learn something new a week later. So it gives them time to kind of process all of that information. Let's jump into the, oh, you go ahead. Yeah. And relate it. Yeah. And in continuation with your PE question, um, I would love to talk to every PE teacher, right. And, and group with them too. I think that we're, what we're seeing is population, regardless of special needs or not, we're not getting enough movement. Right. So I love that it's something else that they get in addition the physical education, um, just that one allotted time or hour. Um, and then with the whole special needs program, a goal eventually is to not only be in the schools, but to be in group home settings or um, to be in adult daycare settings. Because what we are seeing, I have a sister with special needs and she's, she's an adult, right? Obviously I'm an adult. So um, there's so many services that are halted at 21 when they leave. Um, high school. And so we are seeing there's a movement of that, right? There's a lot of um, colleges and universities that are providing services with individuals with special needs, but um, this, this program needs to be continued and it doesn't need to stop when they're in, when they get out of school. So mm-hmm. that's another kind of goal to get, to get her there. So, yeah. I love that. We, um, we, we do a lot of work with Camp Blue Skies and Dick Seisler who mm-hmm. started it. And, and that's the same exact problem that he had uh, with his own son is, is after 1821, everything stops. And, and guess what? Yeah. Life doesn't stop. How do we continue to, to grow? Um, and so I love that. I love that approach. And, and you can obviously tell that you've been affected by that with, with your sister. And, and I love that you've kind of taken this passion and now turned it into not only a okay. business, but something that can support our community. And I think the next thing that I want to ch- chat about is, is something that I think is really important. And it's the buddy program that you've provided, you know, bullying is a real thing. Um, I have a young son and it's the one thing that I, I tell him all the time. I'm like, you, you were never going to be a bully. You're going to be a leader. And there's a lot of people that have special needs that are, are bullied the bottom line, but you guys have created a buddy program that allows students to work as guides. Um, you always see like things on ESPN or stories of athletes that have a special relationship with someone that might have special needs and how that actually affects the athlete more than it does 
the actual person with special needs, right? And it, and it changes who they are as a person. I would love to, to not only hear about how you came up with the buddy program, but what are some of the success stories that you've seen and how cool has that been to connect to students that maybe didn't or wouldn't be connected before? And, and what is, what has become of that? Yeah, that's all you, you know, um, so, I mean, for instance, when I was at Kennedy, um, the first year that I was there, I, you know, started a buddy program for my students. That was the first year that that population was included in that setting. Um, so they had no idea, you know, what, what our program entailed. And we had, I think 20 applicants the first year, um, by year five, I had 180 applicants, um, which is, which is just, wow. (laughs) But, um, it really builds character. And I think, um, making sure that that's communicated to these students, it's not, um, I never saw it as kind of like a reward basis or, or just for students that get all A's and are on honor roll and just high flyers and they're in the national honor society and all of the things. Yes, we have those students, but, it's really great to see the students that are struggling and teachers reaching out and saying, hey, I think this kid needs this. And pairing them up with our friends and, and seeing them grow as well as just, I mean, you get these eighth graders, eighth grade boys, and you're like, hey, you're going to come do yoga <laughs> with, with students with special needs. And they're like, what in the world? Like, oh, man. Um, but before you know it, they've got their shoes and socks off and down dog showing their best friend, you know, a, a new yoga move. Um, so they're learning just as much. It's great. That's Randolph, so- Randolph, start, we started our uh, buddy program several years ago before we even had yoga. And mm-hmm. so we combine it with a, um, P, with our PE program and kids have to, who want to apply, they apply to be in the special PE class and they are their buddies for a whole year or a semester. And then we have the same situation, you know, we had kids, teachers who would say, I think this kid really could benefit coming in. And before you know it, that I got seven, eight, 10, eight graders who are coming down in the mornings who want to be there. And then I've got teachers saying, are they really helping? And I have to say, I couldn't do it without them. Every year I say, oh, we can't get any better peer buddies. And every year we get the best peer buddies in the world, you know? Um, And I will tell you, you're talking about that connection. Unfortunately, we had one of our, one of my, uh, past students passed away this past week and um, a wonderful little girl, very involved, but she had a peer buddy at Randolph and the peer buddy continued on with her in high school. They ended up going to the same high school and she went to the family home on Tuesday um, to just say, you know, obviously to, to let them know they were thinking of, she was thinking of how much she would miss. And she said, I, the mom opened the door and said, oh, I know who you were. You were so-and-so's friend. So that would not have happened without that peer program you know, that peer buddy program, that that's a great kid. And I'm with Emily. We have kids who are not on this, you know, honor roll program either coming in and helping, but that, you know, that just continuation of a true friend mm-hmm. friendship is what starts here and it continues. And that's the most important thing, especially now. I love that. And you mentioned connectivity and with schools being closed and with everything basically being closed, how are, how are you all staying in touch? How do you continue this great program? And what do you see going into the fall with all the chatter about schools might not be open then? We just don't know yeah. quite yet. Um, what are you all doing to, to help students along the way during this time? 
Um, we have, so our staff, it's myself, Noelle, and a couple other yoga teachers. One is actually still in connection with her, one of her schools. I believe it's Providence High School. And she's doing weekly, like pro bono, weekly sessions with them. Um, I'm doing a weekly video once a week on Facebook Live. And then it's this technology stuff. Like, uh, I mean, like to load a video, to YouTube it, to save it, to like. We're all like, still learning. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like video is too long. Cannot read. I'm like, oh my God. Like it's a part-time job to do that. So, um, but doing that weekly to provide. And I, uh, it was funny. Like, I think we all dealt with the first few weeks of COVID. We were like, what is going on? And like, we're all learning 18 million things a mile a minute. And thank God we still have jobs, but oh my God. Um, and, and just processing all of it. So, and I, and at, at one moment and I, I'm trying to, pro, I guess, express this correctly. I'm like, I'm not sure if they're even going to watch these videos. Do you know what I mean? I'm not even sure if this is going to be beneficial. Like, is this really, uh, just, I'm not sure. And I've gotten so much feedback from so many teachers, teachers who I wasn't even sure if they really liked me being there. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll sign up for this, whatever. And um, <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, exactly. Like this girl's coming here, like, cool. We get a break because it is hard. Like, I think it's hard to educate whether regardless of, it's hard to parent. You mentioned about your son, you know, it's hard to educate. It's, yeah. it's hard work. And I wasn't sure if they really wanted me there. And then I get all this, this stream of, of gratitude, like, Hey, um, so-and-so is doing this in his daily program. I'm like, Oh my God, he is like, yeah. and it's so connection and experience. And that's the biggest thing I think about this program is everybody needs an experience, an experience like this, whether it's like how Emily talked about sitting on your mat for 20 to 30 minutes, you know, like that self-regulation of like, you don't have to do the poses, but you got to sit down and you got to be on your mat for a little bit. Right. Um, of calming down your brain of, of actually doing a physical a physical move that you never even thought you could like thinking about that confidence. And so whatever age you are, whatever ability, I mean, why can that not be accessible to everybody? So to answer your question, long story short, we are providing those videos um, <laughs> on our face, on the Facebook page and then um, on our website. So, and it's, and it's been way more successful than I thought it would be. So, so and we'll see, hopefully COVID will, I mean, I'm just glad daycare is opening up next week. Thank God. Yeah. But um, <laughs> hopefully COVID, um, hopefully I'm hoping COVID won't have that big of an impact. Um, but we have, we have funds to provide services through Zoom. You know, I thought technology was going to kill us and it's yeah. keeping us alive. So, yeah. And I think, you too, know. like now we we know what how to do this. Right. So this is a huge <laughs> learning curve for everybody. Um, and we got blasted. You know, each of us at work, we were like so confused. I don't know how to work from home. Like I go to schools and help with behaviors. How the heck am I supposed to do that job at home on my computer? Um, so kind of figuring out what this new world is and how to deal with the situation that we've been dealt with. Um, I think for the fall that helps us, you know, mm -hmm. to, to better implement the program to the schools that we're already in offering those videos more often, you know, planning, you know, maybe a live session with the group when they do their class zooms, like there's so many ways that it could go in the fall. Um, so it's exciting to kind of get into that if, if we don't go back, um, 
how the how that looks. It would be different, but fun. sure. D- generally yeah. speaking, would you offer a summer class and keep them engaged in the program throughout the summer? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, it, it's, I don't see it's, why we couldn't do that weekly. Yeah, right. Without a doubt. Gotcha. The the issue too is um, well, not the issue rather, but um, we have to have parent involvement with these kiddos. You know, we have to get the parents on board too. They're not going to log into Zoom or log into Facebook right. Right. and just click on the video and get on their mat. Um, you need a lot of support. They need adaptations. Um, they need direction. They need prompting. So kind of getting parents on board through teachers and through Facebook and through sharing, you know, the information through the website and such, um, I think is going to be really important to, to continue this on through the summer, like you're saying. I mean, yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> but I, I think, you, on board yeah, I think you guys have an, an ability and look, we're all in this situation. How are we going to adapt the word that's been overused a million times as pivot? But I think you've now created an opportunity to not only scale, but be able to get in front of more schools, more children, more people that have special needs. And maybe it's an opportunity that you go and visit them, you know, once a week or once a month, but maybe, you know, every other day you have a video on Tuesday and, and Thursday and then Friday, they get a live t- instructor. You know, there could be some pretty cool things that you guys could do to be able to scale that and reach more students, which I love. Um, I want to back up. Everyone who's listening, you need to go follow Exceptional Yoga on Instagram. There's a picture that I'm looking at right now from Randolph Middle um, of of a student, two students holding hands, and it's probably the Mm -hmm. sweetest picture ever. I know Um, it's my favorite picture. It is. It's an amazing. It it captures exactly what you guys are doing, and I think one of the cool things that you guys have been able to to implement with this little buddies program as well, or buddy program, excuse me, is that you are giving a a let's I don't want to say a regular student, but you're giving somebody the ability to help by teaching them yoga whereas I think a lot of kids that might be in eighth grade might not know how to do it like what what am I supposed to do like do we have anything in are we the same like how, how am I supposed to connect with them instead of that you're like look you got you can do down dog you can do this and then they see that and it's like an immediate tool that gives them the opportunity to then have a, a conversation which connects them with somebody that's completely different and isn't that the overall goal how can we connect our community with people that are different and so you guys have taken your loves in different arenas combine them together and like i think that's the power of not only charlotte but the power of what you guys are doing i i i I don't even have a question i just think it's amazing that you guys have created that um but what i want to jump into is so we we started this podcast back in 2017 and the goal of the podcast is to be able to build the brands but ultimately share your story and connect dots and i think right now would be a great opportunity to understand what do you need to expand your program what do you need from the charlotte community and how can we support you or how can a listener that's listening to this be able to support you whether that's through a donation whether that's through time give us some ideas of how we as a community can support what you guys are doing because i think this is something that needs to be in every school not only in charlotte but across the entire country thanks you can tell me that all the time (laughs) (laughs) like i'll call you tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) um I think awareness too. I think word of mouth. I think people hear about it. They don't understand it fully, you know? Um, so we have our Instagram page. We have our, um, our website. It's exceptionalyoga.org. Um, we have our Facebook page and, and sharing that, sharing the videos and actually seeing it. Um, we will gladly fundraise forever. You know, you can always, um, donate to that, donate to the cause it's on exceptionalyoga.org for that as well. Um, 
kind of going on a tangent, but I was going to say, yeah, the (laughs) the biggest thing, I mean, is, is the fundraising is donations. I mean, we're a nonprofit. Um, that's how we, how we operate. Um, you know, to get more instructors, we need to, you know, support them as well. It, It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of traveling and effort and planning and patience. So, um, that fundraising piece and those donations, that that's what makes this program happen. Um, of course, we started out not having that at all and just kind of doing it pro bono for free and just hanging out and getting on our mat and moving our bodies. But um, if, if we want to reach as many people as we do want to reach, um, the, the more support, the better. I mean, it's going to it's going to stretch it out so much bigger if if we can get that fundraising and those donations yearly to, to keep it going. All those influencers out there. I see yoga people all the time. We've got like 18 million followers. Where are you at? We're calling you all out right now. If, you, if you're a yoga instructor and you have not heard of Exceptional Yoga, please check them out. Um, I think it is pretty amazing. Now, what if you are a student or excuse me, what if you're a teacher and maybe you have a student that has special needs or maybe um, you don't and you have a student that goes to a school that doesn't have this program? How can those schools get in contact with you and how does that process work on aligning to make sure it's a good fit for your organization? but ultimately you, you can't be at every school. You obviously got to be able to scale it in an appropriate way so you can make sure that you're not you know, diminishing the actual brand or the product that you're providing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, did. reaching out, I mean, that, that Instagram and, and Facebook is, you know, everybody has Instagram and Facebook. We, we sit on it for hours now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Everybody's on it. Reach out, send a message, like a picture, uh, you know, drop a line, tell us your story, tell us, what you see, how you want to be involved, or, or if you know somebody that would benefit. Um, and on the uh, website yeah. too, you have a, a way to contact us. Yeah. So literally it's like your name, um, your yeah. email. Emails go straight know. to my phone. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So um, Emily gets there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's surprising too how many people we've had that want to teach the program. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like we have more people that want to teach it than and then necessarily people that want to receive it. So that's where we totally need to grow. Like, I mean, we're ready on one end and not necessarily ready on the other. Um, Cause I think, you know, us general ed population, general population wants to provide that service and loves that connection, that experience. Um, and so, yeah, we would, we just need all the sharing and all the word of mouth and just to see, to provide the program to others. So and, you know, I think as just as, a, as the classroom teacher, I mean, Emily was there and now she's not, but I'm still in it. Just seeing once again, I can continue to say to my fellow teachers who are in, you know, the same type of classroom that I'm in, look, this is what we have. This is what we do. This is what the benefits are for our students. And I think you really need to take advantage of it. This is something that we are, we have for you. And although it might look um, unconventional at this moment because you don't know what it's like. That doesn't mean you should fear it. You know, we need to we need to branch out. We need to to grow, and this is the reason we do is for the benefit of these students. So, I you know I've reached out to, to other teachers as well. We just once again need I feel like the support at the schools to trickle down from the top. Mm-hmm. Um, teachers would want it, but that doesn't mean you know that they can control getting it. Yeah, so because I just logistics, when, right? Right, right. Yeah. You know, just working it out. And it's it's yeah. not easy. I mean, it's it does take an it's hour out of your instructional time, but mm-hmm. it's very, very important so that when that instructional time right. comes, you're getting the most out of that instructional time for your student 
and, you know, and obviously benefits in other ways. So mm -hmm. just reaching out once again to other schools. I mean, that's what I've been doing as part of this. I'm, I'm not teaching the yoga, um, but reaching out to other teachers. And I think that's what's important. And, help. Yeah. and if I'm not mistaken, I mean, teachers are looking for ways to stay in touch with yes. their students right now. Right. So I would think there'd be a benefit to really communicate that message now, because this is an additional layer of something they can offer and, and be aware of. You know. Without a doubt. So what, what's next? What's the vision? Um, where do you guys see uh, exceptional yoga going from here? Mm. I mean, on the spot, I mean, my biggest, my biggest thing was getting it into um, adult, adult facilities. You know, I wanted to explain it. We were, we were working in another school in Cabarrus County, a Head Start, which, um, who, that I, that I'd have worked with some of their kiddos before they actually actually went to Head Start um, before COVID happened. And that was kind of a whole nother, I'm like, holy cow, like three, you know, three and above, yeah. um, which is a preschool program. I'd never really thought about that. Um, but my biggest thing was the daycare um, or the adult daycare centers. And um, Umar, my sister goes to Umar, which is in, a, in like an art facility for adults with special needs. Um, and really just trying to get in there too. I mean, art and yoga, like, hello. Mm -hmm. um, but that would be my biggest my biggest next step we are in the schools and i'd love to get into more schools and i think that can can happen naturally because we're already we already have our foot in the door but it's really trying to um to get into those adult facilities i'm gonna google camp blue skies in a second here. you should so, yeah, i was getting ready to mention <laughs> dick sessler so funny is that y'all said that though because i was just talking to drew bell who is yes they're yes. very involved yeah Yes. Morning, and he, you know, is very involved with Camp Blue Skies. And she mentioned it this morning. Like I told her, we were coming on here. And she's like, "Get in, talk to John. Get in Camp Blue Skies." So we'll talk to John. It's it's a perfect <laughs> segue. And right now they're having to pivot to. I just received a yeah. letter from Dick saying what they're doing. They obviously can't have camps now. Right. Yeah. Um, hopefully yeah. that changes going forward. Uh, but yeah, you, you all need to collaborate for sure, because it's yeah. it's a similar program, although his is just a week long camp that but there's activities within that camp that maybe you all could offer an hour Be or so involved with it. That's right. Yeah. And continue to network with those in need and uh, and go from there. But yeah, and that's what this podcast is all about. Connectivity, community engagement, learning from others and hopefully continuing to rise as a whole experience you know? right. yeah, yeah for sure so we'll be happy to make yeah. that connection mm -hmm. or emily you already have it with john so uh yeah. but yeah i think that'd be great yeah i love it um i i uh, i remember i mean just think about yoga and it, 10 years ago if somebody was like hey you want to go to a yoga class i'd have been like <laughs> you might as well ask me right. to go to a ballet class because it's probably not gonna <laughs> happen and now me and my wife got yoga mats. Um, you know, my my two year old son Yay. down down dog. He's he tries to jump onto my back, but he's pretty hilarious yeah. when we do it. Um, but I love what you guys have done, and I think there's people that are listening to this podcast, companies that we're connected with, our community as a whole that need to hear this story. I think there's a lot of people that can support it from a financial standpoint, but ultimately just getting in your schools and having those conversations. Um, I think you guys are probably doing more for the general body uh, for a student population than you think. Uh, although this is tailored around kids with special needs, I know that each person that goes in there that is a buddy uh, can affect uh, an entire generation of people. And, and I say that I'm not trying to put pressure on you, but I honestly 
honestly believe that if a leader goes into your program and understands how cool it is and to be able to connect and have a friend that's different than them, then they go back into their friend group and then and then it can travel and it can spread. And that's what we need mm-hmm. in our community. So that's really cool uh, and really awesome. Um, before we get out of here. Um, I do want to make sure if you are listening, uh, please uh, like, share, comment, go follow Exceptional Yoga, go on their website, reach out to them. If you have any way that you can help, please do that as well. Um, but before we, we get out of here, you know, Bridget, Emily and Noel, um, give us some advice. I, I think, you know, what you guys have been able to do is take a need and fulfill that. But what I'd love to hear about is what is some advice that our community, maybe it's not through your program, but how can we treat people better, right? How can we look at a situation and not look at it as somebody's different than us, but how can we turn that into a relationship that can be positive? You guys are obviously great at that and fulfilling a need. And I think there's a lot of positivity in our community, but there's a lot of people that need help as well. So I'd love to get your advice before we close out on how can we connect with somebody different? How can we make a difference in this community, whether that's through exceptional yoga or not, uh, just to get your mindset there? Sure. It's deep. I, mean, I, I would say be, be curious. I mean, it's, people don't ask enough questions. They, they don't poke and, and prod and, and get to know why. Um, the why is why you do everything is who you are. Um, so be curious, you know, ask the questions. I love that. And I would just say, when I think of it from my, once again, in the classroom and, the, and from the students, just being kind. I mean, everybody uh-huh. can be kind. You don't have to agree. It's hard for me to say that, but you can still be kind. Um, and that's what we talk about all day long in our classroom. And there are more similarities than differences if you really mm-hmm. take a moment and, take, and, and look. So that's what we promote. Amen. Uh-huh. I think that's prominent now more than ever Mm -hmm. we're realizing that Mm -hmm. you know this this virus is has no color race you know demographic it's it's everyone and uh i think now more than ever we're seeing that that is indeed the case yeah it doesn't cost a price to be nice people being nice is free being nice is free Um, yeah. Well, Bridget, Emily, Noel, honestly, I we, we have a lot of, of brands that come on here. Um, it's amazing to see what our community is doing. I think you guys have created something that's so unique that I honestly think you can scale it. And, and it's going to be something that's going to be around for for longer than you guys are alive. I honestly believe that. Um, so continue, uh, continue the great work. Um, like I said, if you are uh, following this, please like, share, comment, check them out. It's an awesome program. I hope to see it in more and more schools. If it's not in your school, talk to the principal, figure out how you can get in get in touch if you are a teacher figure out how this could could uh, could help your school as well and uh, we'll do everything on, on our end to be able to, to help you guys promote that but again Bridget Emily Noel thank you guys so much for joining us on the brand builders podcast and thank Thanks you so much us. for uh, for you. creating Thanks exceptional so much. Yoga. thank Thanks you good care. to see you all you've been listening to the brand builders podcast brought to you by the Dunstan group with your host Scott Dunstan and Brian Young For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.